0: I discovered the hiding place when the soccer ball ended up there. Behind the statue's niche, in the courtyard of the building, was a trap door covered by two wooden boards. I noticed they were moving when I stood on them. I got scared, recovered the ball, and wriggled out between the statue's legs. Only a skinny child contortionist like myself could slip his head and body between the slightly parted legs of the warrior king after twisting past the sword planted right before his feet. The ball had gotten stuck in there after ricocheting between the sword and the leg. I pushed it through, and while I was squirming to get out, the others returned to the game. Traps are easy to get into, but getting out takes some sweat. To make matters worse, fear was making me rush. I went back to my place in the goal. They let me play with them because I got the ball back, no matter where it ended up. A customary destination was the balcony on the first floor, an abandoned apartment. Rumor had it a ghost lived there. Old buildings had trap doors in the walls, secret passageways, crime and love stories. Old buildings were dens of ghosts. This is how it went the first time I climbed up to the terrace. From the little window on the ground floor of the courtyard where I lived, I was watching the bigger boys play one afternoon. The ball shot up in the air off a bad kick and ended up on the second floor terrace. A vinyl ball slightly deflated from use. It was lost. While they were arguing over the quandary, I stuck my head out and asked if they would let me play with them. Yes, if you buy us another ball. No, with that one, I replied. Their curiosity aroused, they accepted. I grabbed a hold of a rainpipe, a downspout, which passed next to the terrace and continued up to the roof. It was small and attached to the courtyard wall with rusty clamps. I started to climb. The pipe was covered with dust. The grip was less sure than I had imagined. But I had made a promise. I looked up. Behind the glass of a third-floor window, there she was, the little girl I was trying to get a peek of. She was in her spot head resting on her hands. Usually she was looking up at the sky. Not this time. She was looking down. I had to keep going and I did. Sixteen feet is a big drop for a child. I climbed up the pipe, bracing my feet on the clamps until I was at the same height as the terrace. Below me, the comments had quieted down. I extended my left hand to grab on to the iron railing. I was short by a palm. So I had to trust my feet and reach over with the hand holding onto the rainpipe. I decided to do it in a single swoop, and I reached it with my left. Now I had to bring over my right. I tightened my grip on the iron railing and flung out my right hand to grab hold. I lost my footing. For a moment my hands held my body suspended in thin air, then up swung a knee, then two feet and I climbed over. How come I wasn't afraid? I realized my fear is shy. It needs to be alone to come out into the open. But the eyes of the other boys were below, and hers were above. My fear was embarrassed to come out. It would get even with me later, that night in bed in the dark, with the rustling of ghosts in thin air. I threw the ball down they went back to playing, ignoring me. The descent was easier. I could stretch my hand out toward the rainpipe, counting on two solid supports for my feet on the balcony's edge. Before lunging for the pipe, I took a quick glance at the third floor. I had volunteered for the task, hoping she would notice me. The little dust brush from the courtyard. There she was, eyes open wide. Before I could attempt a smile, she had disappeared. Stupid to look and see whether she was looking. You were supposed to believe without second-guessing, as you do with guardian angels. I got mad at myself, sliding down the pipe to get off the stage. The prize, admission to the game, was waiting for me below. They placed me in the goal, and so was my role decided. I was goalie.